Hi guys and welcome to this episode on all things levelling up. I'm not going to lie, I do feel a little bit wanky doing this episode, but and I, and I keep I keep thinking don't do it. Who needs to know this? But as all things with things like this, as the week's gone on, I've had more and more friends get in touch just randomly out of the blue and they're having experiences which are very similar and one of them was like, oh my gosh, I even wrote in my journal this morning, level up. So here we go. It might feel wanky to me, but um, I think, yeah, this is something that should be shared because at the end of the day... Maybe I'm feeling this because this is quite new to me, so I haven't tried and tested it before. Uh, But this is what's happened to me this time around. And um, actually, I think these five points on levelling up may be really helpful. So, when you start saying... And I have a mantra, I'm going to find it, I'm just going to bring it up on my... So on my phone now, I have affirmations come up on the hour every hour. It's the only thing I use my online diary for. Um, And I have to say, it's incredible to have mantras pop up on your phone. Because you're like, ooh, a little reminder that I'm going places, great. And um, this one at the end of my day says, this is my time and I am ready for the next step because I deserve it. And actually, I'm going to rephrase that. This is my time and I claim it. I'm ready and I claim it. The reason I say I claim it is because today I sent um, a surrender prayer that I say in the morning. And um, I have a, a script that I say out loud about being a super attractor. And my friend messaged me back and he's like, this is great. He said, but instead of saying the word I choose um, abundance, he said, how about I claim it? look at how much more powerful that phrase is you're already living it when you say you claim it when you choose to go down a path you just start going down it. but if you say I claim it I've claimed it it's happened it's happening you're living living it so sharing that for you guys if you ever say I choose to do this or I would like this to happen the strongest way to get it to happen quickly or for things to start aligning is I claim it it's mine cool dibs (laughs) so I've been saying that mantra pretty much every night unless I've gone to bed early because it's my 11 o'clock mantra on my phone I have been saying affirmation sorry I've been saying that since January and life is really shifting massively it's really interesting actually what's coming up so this week I just had a feeling, just about a week ago, I had a feeling that things are about to shift massively and it's everything I've been putting into motion by doing the compound effect of just five things every day and actually in the next six weeks I might not recognise my life and if you've listened to the um, episode before about spirituality, I'm very perception prime. I can perceive things, I can perceive the future very well. I can almost like, something comes up out of my head like a radar and it picks up on everything around like people who are in my field I can I can feel my friends if they're not in a good place I'm not feeling that right now <laughs> and it's really strange um but it's because I'm leveling up so I know some great things are up ahead but I have no clue I am blindfolded and I'm actually okay with that because I don't want to know what's coming. I want it to be really in real time and in the moment. I don't want to have feelings of what I think's going to happen and almost prepare myself a little because I just, it feels like you're being given a cheat sheet and I don't want that. 
I just don't want that, uh, especially with my life. I don't mind getting, you know, spiritual stuff for other people, but that's where I am right now. I want to be as grounded and as rooted as possible. So these visions and things not coming through at the moment, I'm like, right, there's big change on up on the horizon. I'm not meant to know and I don't want to know. And I can tell you, I've had spiritual experiences, three friends trying to tap through to me to get me to tap into spiritual stuff to see ahead. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. Don't want to know. I'm taking life day by day and I'm in the moment. So leveling up is a very weird place to be. And why did I know I'm, I'm in a leveling up place? Because things start to slow down and almost stop. And all of a sudden, you have this moment of clarity where you can see the past and present feels very different. You're reacting to things in very different ways that you would have always reacted in other ways up until this point. You're like, huh, then things are shifting. Things are shifting. The way I'm approaching things is shifting. And because of the way I'm approaching things is shifting, the way people are going to approach me is going to shift. And opportunities that I'm approaching differently are going to approach me differently. So it becomes like the eye of the storm is the only way I can describe it. I've had it quite a few times in life, but I've gone about it a different way this time. So how have I gone about the eye of the storm? Well, when you are leveling up and everything starts to kind of slow down and it's almost like life is giving you an evaluation, you can evaluate what's in your life, what you want and what you don't want, crap is going to come up. Crap is going to come up. Now, when crap comes up, or things, I haven't had it this way this time, but sometimes I have things, successions of things going wrong, wrong, wrong. And then I'm like, oh, it's because something, it's because it's clearing the way for something incredible. I've referred to it in other episodes on the vacuum. But with this, when crap comes up, it could be memories, it could be anything. Now, for me, it was a shame memory. Um, I started painting again and I just felt really sick. I hadn't done it for 16 years since I was at school and um, I felt sick with every brush stroke and it was getting worse and my mood was plummeting and I thought I've got to stop. I've got to stop and I kept hearing people's names come up in my head from school from sixth form and I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel good about myself. So I put down the paintbrush and I went and lay in bed and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> when I say lay in bed, that, that's me going into like my meditation space. I don't sit up to meditate. I lie down because otherwise my body just distracts me. I've been in car crashes. My spine doesn't like sitting up for meditation. So it ain't happening. Um, so I lay there. And I was like, what? what is happening? And this one person's name just kept coming up. And I'm like, we weren't even friends. Like, what is going on? And... It came through to me because I, as I've said in another episode, you just have to say, right, I'm addressing this. Let me know the answer when it's going to come through. And what came through was in sixth form, there was some horrific stuff going on in my family and at home. And I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell a soul at school. Firstly, because my mom was like, don't tell anyone, just bottle it up. (laughs) Healthy, healthy. But the other reason actually is because I was so ashamed I was so ashamed that my parents, who I had always made sure that I'd gone above and beyond for and never done anything to shame them, uh, I was just so ashamed that I came from them for a very long time. 
I was so ashamed that they could treat, especially my father could treat people the way he did. And and I really struggled with it because I was like, I'm I'm quintessentially 50% of him. And what what if I'm like him? I can't be like him. So there was this huge shame. And school ended up being that escapism for me. And I was very shy up until I was 16. And then I realized at that point, if I didn't start speaking up, I would drown. I would drown in all this crap that was going on at home and I would fade away. So I started to get a bit more ballsy. It had all been this, I hadn't been able to be my authentic self for 16 years because I was always tiptoeing around my parents, you know, because they were always telling me how I should behave and you know, they had their own shame and, and they were very particular in choices I made. Well, choices, they made choices for me. I, I didn't really get to make any choices for myself at all, which is really sad because it got to a point as I got older where I was like, my parents just have no interest and in, they're not curious to know who I am as a person. And that really, really affected me for a while. Anyway, anyway, this name kept coming up and I realised and then another name and I realized to me I was sat in art class at school and I was very quiet painting and all these people were mucking around in art class because the teacher had left they were just being themselves and I saw certain people these names coming up that they looked like they could just be themselves like no fucks given they could they could just be them they didn't have any inhibitions and they didn't have to worry that there'd be a strain on their parents situation if they mucked up at school They weren't brought up in the same environment that I was. And I realised that that whole story was me suppressing the shame I had for my dad and the situation that had happened. Now, what is interesting is my dad had said some... My dad had said the reason he was leaving was because of me and he didn't want to spend his hard-earned cash on me and he didn't particularly like me. So that was it. Bye-bye. That's why he was leaving my mum and me, because of me. And I just snapped. Something in my chest snapped and I just went cold, rigid cold, because it didn't shock me that he'd said it, but I wasn't going to show emotion. And my mum was heartbroken when she heard that. Heartbroken. Couldn't understand why he'd said it. So as the years have gone by, I've, I've done therapy, I've been to life coaches and, and, you know, I've always clinically spoken about that part of my life. And I thought, but it's never come up to unpack. It's never come up to release it. I've, I've never known where to go into it to kind of remove it from my vacuum to make space for something better. And, and it got to a point where I thought maybe it just never will. Well, actually, it came in this week with leveling up and I ended up realizing that I hadn't picked up a paintbrush for 16 years because I'd somehow warped in the shame from my parents and how my father made me feel and what I was hiding into that artistic expression and it makes sense because for years I refused to sing after I trained at drama school because every time I opened my mouth I had a similar singing timbre to my father and my mum would go nuts. (laughs) I'm like, I just can't hear it. So it's really interesting that these places of pure joy and me, pure meanness, had sucked in these shame pockets. So it came up and I made peace with it super quickly. I was like, 
oh, okay, cool. Okay, well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to go back and paint. Let's see what happens. And I painted for hours. And this time something different happened. Every time I painted a stroke, I felt better. I felt stronger. I felt more confident. I re- was reclaiming myself. And, and it was really interesting. And I thought, I'm not ever not going to pick up a paintbrush again. Um, because there's so much I need to express to the world through art as well as visual medium. And and that really shocked me. And I thought, right, there's a big leveling up coming because that is the biggest nugget deep down that I haven't been able to conquer. And it just came up super easy and it was gone. So I'm like, okay, we're making way for something very different. Something very different is on the horizon for me because that has been blocking whatever that is trying to come in. So number two, number one, crap is going to come up. It will look different for everyone, but that's how it looked to me this week. Number two, you are going to feel odd. You're going to feel so odd. I felt all very odd for about three days. Don't override or push yourself and trust the process that needs to unfold. When you say you need to level up, things need to drop away from your system because what you were and who you were before didn't have the capability to claim extraordinary and level up. Full stop. When people start to panic and rush, they're overriding it and they don't realize that we have to sit in that space to see what no longer serves us. What no longer serves us. Because who I was at the start of last week, without knowing those nuggets of shame, I wouldn't be ready for who I'm about to be now and what I need to be for what's coming up. Other thing is you're going to feel scared in nothingness. Yeah, scared in nothingness. You will clearly see in this eye of the storm where you are leaving and what you are going to do or that you're going somewhere new and you don't know and it will feel like the Bermuda Triangle. Now the first time I had this moment it I was in that Bermuda Triangle for three weeks. After my car crashes I'd been in physical pain for over a decade and um, I was having went into this form of chiropractic care a couple of years ago that saved my quality of life and my life. I'd probably, I'd be dead by now if I hadn't. Full stop, I'd be dead. Um, And I remember after a couple of years of this chiropractic care, I didn't feel pain one morning when I woke up. I didn't feel dizzy constantly or like I was drunk, like the world was spinning all the time. And I woke up and there was no pain. And I thought, right, there's two ways to do this. I either start to trigger the pain because I know how to do that or I have to sit in this place, panic if I need to and just let it be and I chose the latter and in that situation it was like being in what I imagine an abusive partnership because I was so used to pain, I knew how to appease pain I knew what to do it was it had been my constant for years it was a drug in a way and a story a narrative it would have been so easy to go back into that but I realized I'd been going to this treatment because I want to level up I wanted more so I had to sit there 
and I was squirming for three weeks. Well, this time, I think I squirmed for about 48 hours. Not even that, actually, because the more you do this, the quicker the process becomes. So it's almost like the universe is saying, right, you say you want to level up? Okay. Well, we're showing you you can. And now we're just going to double check. Do you still want to? And you have two directions to go, forward or back. Point number three, you are going to get tired or very hungry or lose your appetite or be over-energized when this shift occurs. When these shifts happen to level up, your body will start communicating to you because it's almost resetting you. Um, For me, I kept wanting to go to sleep quite early and when I did... I had the deepest sleeps, the deepest sleeps, which I haven't had for a while. Um, Additionally, I've been on a plant-based diet for a year and I kept hearing my psyche was like, eat chicken, eat chicken, eat chicken, eat chicken, please eat meat. It's been a year. You need meat now. And um, I did. I had the best night's sleep and I've been eating meat ever since in the evening because I was like, right, for this next phase of my life, I need these nutrients from these types of protein so I'm doing it whereas a year ago I my body was telling me I don't need meat right now so I was sleeping a lot and I was having to be gentle with myself I needed to have an afternoon nap and I needed to listen and anchor in and one of the interesting things was there were two days when I just started getting this really excited nervous anticipation and I don't know what's coming And in the past, I would have head straight to the cupboard and eaten because that's how I was brought up. Like if things get scary or you're unsure, you eat. Actually, at one point I went to the cupboard and I went and got carrots out, hummus, cucumber, peppers, a bit of chicken. And I looked at it on the counter and I was like, no, you just want a mouthful of protein. So I had a mouthful of chicken, put everything away. And I was like, right, I feel this nervous anticipation. I don't know what it is. And I went, lay in meditation, lay down and just sat with it. And nothing came up. And then I napped. And then I woke up and I was like, okay, my body just needed to really reroute and ground. I'd just been painting. I'd been listening to music. I was in sensory overload. And I needed to just bring it all back down again because it was getting too much. And my perception muscle was going, oh, my gosh, some really great things are coming up ahead. And I'm like, I need to be in the moment right now. Like, if that stuff's coming up, I will feel that at the time. Let's just anchor in. Number four, don't get proactive when you're leveling up. And that sounds really weird. Don't get proactive. Don't try and ride through this by pushing through it. You know, don't think, oh my gosh, I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that. I did this all the time when I was younger. I get so frustrated. And um, I would start to send even more emails, make even more phone calls, try and push the leveling up to happen quicker, quicker, quicker. I was trying to control it. I was trying to control the leveling up and it's not up to me to control because it comes when it's meant to come and when you're ready and if you're not ready it doesn't matter what you try and do it will not come so listen to your inner wisdom that is going to come up at this point and guide you and let you know the way one thing I've been doing up until this point 
is I have been doing a future day meditation for 27 days prior to feeling this leveling up <clears throat> feeling. And what that was was a 16-minute meditation where you'd stand up and you'd imagine yourself a year to three years in the future and you'd put in an energetic anchor of that's what you wanted, that was the future you were claiming, non-negotiable. It was phenomenal at the start. But when this leveling up came, my mood started to be a bit up and down and that is not the place to have future meditations or be dreaming about the future or be thinking about what you want to accomplish. Because you're then taking that uncertainty energy into it, which is projecting it out into your energetic field. And that's going to then mix into this energy. So I stopped doing it. When that feeling passed, two days later, I was like, right, I don't want to do my future day meditations anymore. Why? I wanted to get up to 30 days. Why don't I want to do them anymore? Because I don't want to live in the future anymore. I want to be in the present moment. And what I have envisaged for the future, I want to start happening now. I want to start taking those daily actions for it to occur now. Because at the end of the day, future meditations are phenomenal. But they're also not reality now. They're not reality now. And the only way you're going to get that is if you sit in these funny, awkward, squiggly moments of "Eh," and then you take courageous action. Now, courageous action could be picking up the phone to someone you haven't spoken for a while. It could be sending a text to someone that you have fallen out with and just going, hey, how's it going? You know, it could be sitting down and thinking, there are some emails I know I have to send if I want to make X, Y, and Z happen. So I'm going to write down this list so I can come back to it when I'm no longer in this state of up-leveling eye of the storm. And then just leave it. Leave it. And it'll all start to unfold how it's meant to. My final point. Pull back and drag is to be expected. Leveling up is a catapult. To enable the trajectory and fling to occur, it needs to be pulled back to catapult you into the unknown of greatness, or in this case, leveling up. If you don't pull back a catapult and create tension, it's just a piece of flaccid elastic on some wood in the shape of a Y. You are going to feel like you are being pulled backwards a little before you are exerted forward you have to be because it's the law of physics it's not personal it's physics it's even biblical i mean look at david and goliath you can only slay your inner giants of crap chat if you take a moment to compose yourself and then release post and over all of that and how do you do that by sitting in the Bermuda Triangle for a bit and by knowing that this isn't forever, it's just for now. And when you ask for change, when you claim, when you claim extraordinary, when you say, hey, I'm ready to be more than 
this. I'm ready to experience more than this. Life is going to listen. And it's going to say, hey, okay. Well, X, Y, and Z can't go forward with you on this mission. Because they no longer serve you. So I'm going to pull you back to get rid of the crap. And then we're flying. So that was my wanky episode on leveling up. Maybe it's because I don't talk about this stuff much. Maybe it's because I feel like this is a big one coming up for me. And maybe I think people possibly won't care. But as I say, the friends who have randomly reached out to this to me this week who are talking about leveling up or experiencing the same things and it's not really spoken about. We don't really discuss this. To be honest, I can't even think of a book that I've read where this is discussed. So maybe I'm the first person who's going to mention it. And if so, acclaim that. Why? Because... I want more. And I'm claiming the extraordinary. So, hey, 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 you have just finished episode seven, the episode on levelling up. If you like this, share it. To be honest, I say share it. That would be great. Review it, subscribe and all that jazz. But talk about it with others. I think this is a dialogue we need to take into account more and for people to know it's okay to feel this because a lot of people think this is gunk and this is us not doing well when actually this is the uncomfortableness to just reaching the heights scaling the heights of Everest so of our personal Everests so like subscribe follow on at just radar and (laughs) If you don't think I'm nuts, then okay if you do think I'm nuts. I hope you tune in next week and we will be talking about just five more things that could help you get ahead in life. Until then, you got this.